It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Monday the 17th of January. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Sophia Franklin. British teenagers held in connection with Texas synagogue hostage incident. And you could hear him saying, I'm going to die, but I want to speak to my sister. And New Zealand sends help to Tonga following the devastating tsunami and volcanic eruption. We're, of course, undertaking planning to enable drops to be undertaken regardless of the status of the airport. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start by returning to the United States, where a synagogue is recovering from a hostage situation. The man who took four Jewish worshippers hostage in Texas, including a rabbi, has been identified as British citizen Malik Faisal Akram. On Saturday night, he was shot dead by officers after the safe release of the hostages in Colleyville. US affairs reporter for the Sunday Times, Sarah Baxter, has told Times Radio how Mr Akram ended up at the synagogue. He appears to have travelled to Texas to the Dallas-Fort Worth area because that is near where a um, a Pakistani neuroscientist who's serving an 86-year sentence for terrorism um, uh, called Afra Stiki is held. And he appears to have wanted to free her. It's believed that Akram first entered the synagogue pretending to be a homeless man and was caught admitting via a live stream of the service that he thought he would die as a result of his actions. Reporter Jeannie Wolfe has been following the story in the US and has told Times Radio that Akram's family had tried to persuade him to stop. Malik's brother was on the phone with him throughout a lot of this ordeal, this 11-hour ordeal, trying to convince him to leave because he knew his brother had mental problems and that he, he knew he would die and they couldn't talk about it. Police in the UK have arrested two teenagers in the English city of Manchester and are questioning them in connection with the incident. It's reported that they are Akram's sons. Greater Manchester Police has said that it's liaising with local communities and continuing to assist in the US inquiry. There's panic on Tonga. 
where the Pacific island is covered in ash, power is cut and communications have been severed. It's after a tsunami triggered by a massive underwater volcanic eruption hit the island. New Zealand have now sent a plane to assess that damage, which New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has labelled significant. She also says it will drop supplies such as water. Ash cloud um, does pose a risk. Um, the view on departure was that they would be able to undertake that, that overflight reconnaissance though and provide that really critical information back. No deaths have yet been recorded in Tonga, but aid workers and other Pacific nations are tirelessly working to provide food, water and shelter to those who lost their homes. It's estimated that around 80,000 people have been affected by the devastation. James Salmon covers Australia for the Sunday Times. He's been speaking to Times Radio and says it's difficult to make contact with anyone on the island currently. There's been a, a big communication blackout in Tonga, meaning it's very difficult to actually ascertain what's, what's, what's going on there, particularly distressing for relative, uh, you know, Tongans who have relatives elsewhere in the island. Uh, they don't know whether they're safe, they can't get through to them. Meanwhile, huge waves caused by the explosion hit places as far away as Peru and California, with reports of two swimmers drowning in northern Peru. They are the first recorded deaths to have been caused by the incident. On the way, the world's richest double their fortunes through the pandemic and the Australian Open finally gets underway without the defending champion. Times of London Daily World Briefing Despite thousands of anti-vax protesters taking to the streets of Paris on Saturday, on Sunday, French Parliament approved the introduction of a vaccine passport. This was one of a series of measures voted for to tackle the spread of COVID-19 in a country which is regularly hitting record daily infection figures of over 300,000. The vaccine passport will come into force in the coming days and will require people to have a certificate of vaccination if they want to enter public places like cafes, cinemas, restaurants and on trains. Currently, unvaccinated people can enter such places with the results of a recent negative COVID test, which will soon cease to be adequate. Earlier this month, French President Emmanuel Macron used colourful language when he said he wanted to severely irritate the unvaccinated, making their lives so complicated they would end up getting the COVID vaccine. Whilst France is in the midst of its fifth COVID wave, the number of serious cases putting people into ICU wards is currently much lower than in the first wave in March 2020. Prince Harry may have given up his royal duties, but he still wants the perks of being part of the royal family, at least when it comes to protection. The Duke of Sussex is hoping for a judicial review following a refusal from the Home Office on a request for police protection in the UK. He gave up his taxpayer-funded police security when he stepped down from his duties in 2020. Simon Morgan, director of operations for private close protection firm Trojan Consultancy and former Royal Close Protection, explains why Harry thinks he'd be more protected by the police over his private security team. You don't get any extra powers. 
in relation to use of force for being a private security contractor here in the UK. Um, police officers do have them. And certainly when you come to the carriage of firearms, yeah. then that is something that is specific that relates to police officers. The Prince's legal representative said that the private team he pays for in America does not have access to UK intelligence information required to protect him, his wife Megan and their children Archie and Lilibet. Harry's offer to pay may lead to a high court battle, which could make him the first royal in modern times to bring a case against Her Majesty's government. Simon Morgan thinks even if Prince Harry were to pay for his own protection, a dangerous precedent could be set. Are we looking at someone who's still a member of the royal family, um, even though kind of not working? Or are we looking at a wealthy individual who can afford? And therefore, anybody coming into the UK who feels they're, they're under threat, then you know, they're saying, well, I can afford uh, police protection, which is uh, a very dangerous precedent to go down. As the Queen's Platinum Jubilee approaches, it's unclear whether the Sussex's family will attend the Jubilee Bank Holiday celebrations. With the pandemic continuing to surge, global inequality has been brought to an all-time high, but not for the likes of Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. According to the charity Oxfam, there are more people living in poverty than ever before. They've also discovered that the 10 richest men in the world, which includes both the Tesla and Amazon founders, have more than doubled their collective fortune since March 2020. The report shows that the low incomes for the poorest in the world contributes to the deaths of around 21,000 people daily. Oxfam's chief executive has explained that the report is time to bring these issues to the attention of the elites in the worlds of economics and businesses. He noted that this year the divide is off the scale as new billionaires were created nearly every day. With so many nations being plunged into lockdowns over the past two years, 90% of the world has been worse off, pushing 160 million more people into poverty. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. The Australian Open has begun without the tournament's defending champion. With the latest, here's John Jackson. After a controversial build-up, the Australian Open tennis is finally underway in Melbourne. Following 10 days of headlines, defending champion Novak Djokovic has left the country, deported over public health concerns surrounding his non-vaccination against COVID-19. While the absence of the world number one might have reduced the star quality of the men's draw, it also provides extra incentive to the other players in the mix, not least the so-called lucky loser Italian Salvatore Caruso. The world number 150 takes Djokovic's place in the first round against fellow Serb Miomir Ketsmanovic this evening. Spaniard Rafa Nadal is the sixth seed and the only player in the men's side of the draw to have won the Australian title before. A repeat would see him overtake Djokovic and Roger Federer to become the leading men's Grand Slam winner with 21 titles. The tournament runs until January the 30th. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Following the uproar from the family of Prince, the musician's estate has now been valued at more than $155 million. The estate of the artist, who passed away six years ago, had originally been given a price tag of $82 million, prompting a legal battle by the late singer's family. Following the agreement with administrators, the fortune could be distributed as early as next month. 
As part of the agreement, the IRS also agreed to drop a $6.4 million penalty that it had previously placed on the estate. Prince did not leave a will at the time of his death in 2016. And finally, to a celebration in Spain with dancing, drinking and 100 horses jumping through fire. The traditional purification ceremony is held in San Bartolomé de Pinares every 16th of January on the eve of St Anthony's Day. The ceremony was the first held since the pandemic began as it was cancelled last year due to COVID-19 related restrictions. Riders parade through cobblestone streets, purifying the horses with the flame and smoke of bonfires, bringing them in to the next year. The horses were not harmed due to the precautions the riders take, including cutting their hair to ensure they don't get burned. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday, the 17th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.